your martial arts movie podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Jet Li's birthday was not too long ago. Oh, so, yeah, happy true. birthday, Jet. Hey, yeah. happy belated uh, birthday. So, what are we talking but, about today? <laughs> we're, we're using every excuse we can to talk about Danny the Dog, which is probably one of my favorite Jet Li movies. Yeah, and I it, it's up there for me, too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's quite a lot you can choose from from his catalog. Mm-hmm. And it, that's really a tough statement for me to make because there's so many to choose from. And not to say that his other movies don't, you know, like, aren't as good. It's just in terms of balancing that drama and martial arts, uh, you know, uh, that, that this movie has. It does it so well. And it showcases Jet Li's uh, acting chops in this movie. Um, which is just him looking like a puppy dog <laughs> the whole film. Hey, I, there are many actors who are not good at looking like puppies, so I give them props for that. Uh, yeah. Yes, we're talking about Danny the Dog, uh, released in America as Unleashed. I saw some things saying that they changed the title so they didn't offend Chinese audiences, but I don't know how accurate that is. Really? Yeah. I wonder why that. Somebody be somebody made a comment about that, but I don't know if that's true or not. Because Danny the dog is literally is more literal to the story. Um, Unleashed kind of makes sense too. <laughs> it Unleashed is is like a new metal title for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of new metal, this movie is very, very 2000s, mid 2000s, obviously 2005 when this came out, um, and, and it's it's not it doesn't rear its ugly head too too many times, but when it does, it's very obvious. You'll see it in the editing. It's like very, uh, you know, choppy at times. Uh, you'll you'll see the. Uh, you know the the music, which you you uh, you're a big fan of. It 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 does also feel like a product of its time. Um, you know, has some a little bit like a new metal uh, as well. Like you see some of the the set design. Everyone has the you know some some people dress like they're in the two thousands. Well, um, because they are <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, it's definitely a two thousands movie. I know you're a big fan of the music in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Massive Attack did the soundtrack uh, for this, and uh, I had this. I had this on uh, repeat a lot when I was in college. I I liked this soundtrack a lot. Very trip hoppy, electronic, uh, very driving. It's good. Uh, I recommend it. E- even yep. even outside of the movie, if you're listening to it, it's one of those soundtracks that oh, it uh, you know sometimes when you're listening to a soundtrack, you're like okay, I. I need the accompanying visuals to kind of get in the mood. Uh, this soundtrack actually stands by itself. It, it could have just been its own album. So that's why I, I like this one a lot. Right. Uh, I guess I didn't have that same affinity for it uh, in terms of the music, but I still appreciate it for everything else that it is, which is a action movie with heart. Um, because, yes, it is... The reason why we're talking about it is because it does have some really good, great choreography in it, uh, featuring Jet Li and, and everything. And there's a lot of motivation behind the characters, you know, uh, I guess vengeance. I don't know if vengeance is the right term for it, but the, this is uh, maybe more, arc. maybe more survival towards the okay, end. Yeah, maybe. 
Or towards and, the yeah, I guess. Yeah, and we, we always kind of mention it, too. Um, sure, you can have, like, a really great fight scene, really good choreography, but if you don't like the characters, then sometimes you're just like, ah, well, they're just going through the motions. And yeah, yeah. this movie does it well in that it makes us really like Jet Li, or actually just kind of makes you curious uh, about what's going to happen, too, because the story is extremely simple. They Bob Hoskins' character literally turns Jet Li into like an attack dog. He gets him when he's young. He, uh, um, his, his mother uh, was out of the picture. Oh, yep. And um, he, we don't get the backstory, thankfully. They just kind of tell us like they turned him into a dog. He's his like attack dog. And they are, uh, what's the term when you bully people for money? Uh, uh, Republicans. Oh, uh, no. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, wait, what? Uh, I don't know. A billion bully, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, like a loan shark? Yeah, maybe they're loan sharks. Like they shake sure, down people yeah. for money or for, mm-hmm. for oh, protection. Yeah, right, right. For protection. Sure, sure. And when they don't pay, Jet Li's character is there to rough them up and intimidate. And right. it's great. And you, yeah. You, well, that's established immediately. Oh, yes, movie. yes. Yeah. It's, it's weird because when you... <clears throat> A lot of the complaints that you can we can make of other movies where there's a ton of action. We can divide this movie up into three three acts, right? Like like every other movie that has ever existed. <laughs> um, but the the first and third act is basically all action, and the middle act is no action. It's all story. It's all character development, and that can yeah. be a problem uh, mm-hmm. for other movies if you don't do it well. Character pacing is a big issue because you know you you set it up. You, you made the audience really amped up and then you slow it down. Uh, and that can be bothersome for a lot of yeah. people. But this movie somehow does it really well. Luke Bason, director of this. Uh, you know, uh, writer. Out of the park somehow. Writer. Oh, I thought you Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louis Littier. Uh, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, is the director of this. He did um, the, the Incredible Hulk and he, he recently mm. directed the, um, the Dark Crystal Netflix series, which I really like, oh, surprisingly. Okay. But... Uh, yeah, he's one of those directors that he's just he's just really capable, but he doesn't he doesn't have like a uh, a signature style to him, at least what I've seen in his films. But he just you know he he's he always makes pretty capable films, and I think this is probably one of his best ones. Really? Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, that, that's high praise for for that. Then. Uh. Oh yeah. Whatever whatever his catalog is, I think Danny the Dog is by far one of Jet Li's more um. Not cerebral, super. It's it's still a very simple story. It doesn't it's not a head scratcher, but there there's a lot more to it rather than just t- saying like you know like here Jet Li's here to beat people up. You know, it, it's it's kind of gives a Jet Li's character a lot of humanity. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And it's it just like establishes you know like what um uh you know like, well it makes you feel really uh, sympathetic towards his character because uh, he's he has to go through so much uh in, in this film and he really plays that child role that <laughs> that puppy dog role so well and it's kind of like you kind of lose you kind of lose uh you know um like all semblance of the fact that he's not actually a like 12 year old boy <laughs> in this movie <laughs> And yeah. he's like a thirty-something-year-old Jet Li playing a a, a developed uh, like a mentally developed person of a five-year-old. Right, right. Well, I think that just goes to the credit of him as an actor. The whole time, I think that's why it's really easy to get attached to his character because he 
he straddles this line between playing this like this child mentally he mentally playing a child uh his physical um attributes that go along with that you know he he's like slightly hunched over he always looks so timid he always looks so lost and um i think the other characters just help to elevate that uh, morgan freeman playing like the surrogate father who's like very careful with not pushing him too far and then um the daughter character uh, i always forget her. i forget Carrie her name. Carrie Condon. Yeah, Carrie uh, <laughs> is just, she bounces off of his shyness by being this just burst of energy who wants to like get him to break out of his shell. So there's a, there's lots of different opposing personalities going on and it, it just helps to sell Jet Li's performance even more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's supposed to be playing an 18-year-old in the movie too and for some reason that it did not feel that way at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think we were kind of disturbed because... She's she's technically in high school and she's being flirtatious with Jet Li, who is a thirty oh, yeah. year old man. But he's but he, he has the mentality of like a five year old. So there's lots of uh, risque like things when, going on here. Yeah, when she gives him a little kiss, like oh, it's supposed to be an innocent kiss, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a smooch on the cheek. But he's obviously showing some sort of infatuation, and it's uh, part of it is kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, he's supposed it, to be a child. Right, right. It it could come across as a little uncomfortable, but uh, thankfully they don't lean into that at all. She's, it, it, I, I, I want to give the movie the benefit of the doubt and say that they're going for more, maybe like a family, a familiar type sure. of love instead of uh, romantic, yeah. but you'll you'll just have to see to make your own yeah. interpretation right right yeah um yeah and uh, just to switch gears a little bit i, I want to say you know the, the impression that this movie leaves on me i haven't seen this movie in 15 years but i knew once we uh once we had this in the pipeline if we wanted to talk about this i, I got excited because i was like I, I mean obviously i love this film but also um you know i for some reason remembered so much of this movie it's just so memorable to me and i've only seen it that one time mm-hmm. 15 years ago um a lot of the choreography um i mean like obviously the story and everything the character development scenes are so memorable to me um like i like all the story beats i feel like i just had it memorized like i i will never remember that this was in high school i didn't remember like the answer to my math questions but i'll <laughs> fucking remember like uh, what how danny the dog played out um yeah and like all the choreography is is interesting too and we're definitely going to be talking about that um in detail um but yeah like it's this movie you know like it has like a special place in my heart for some reason (laughs) and it's all about Jet Li as a dog yeah yeah i no, i I agree too this this was a extremely memorable movie for me i liked it so much i bought the uk the uk dvd amply titled danny the dog that had all the special features all the deleted scenes and whatnot and it's a shame because you know when we were watching this you know you can purchase this online but you can't get any of those special features which kind of stinks uh and if you go on youtube trying to look for them uh, it's it's like in russian or it's it's, it doesn't have the (laughs) subtitles in french for when the director's speaking so it it made me just kind of miss my dvds of this and it made me kind of uh, kind of regret uh, you know, giving it away, but you know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to own physical media anymore. So, <laughs> uh, I, at least you actually, uh, you know, like fessed up to like uh, having it at one point. Like I had the DVD, and I don't even remember what happened to it. So, <laughs> uh, 
that, that that's completely my fault. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's the overall like um, the overall uh, synopsis of the movie. But um, and I would love to talk about the actual fight scenes because uh, there, there's like a lot of things in this movie that really stick out with me. Um, like you said before, the movie immediately starts with fighting. Um, you know, you see a real close up of uh, Jet Li's eye as it just his pupil, uh, you know, expands all CGI like, <laughs> and there he is in, in the in the middle of a fight. Um, yeah, it's great, it's great because uh, yeah, like you, you start off right away, you like you know what, what Jet Li's capable of, you know, like athletically, and you know, he, like what kind of fighting fighting style he's going for. It's a little bit more feral. Um, yeah, feral is probably a way to describe it. He's more like animalistic. Like kind of like a dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, and and so we should mention uh, this is uh, the the fight choreography, action choreography was directed by uh, Yoon Wo Ping. He's worked with Jet Li in the past, and it's interesting because Yoon Wo Ping uh, has a tendency to uh, use wires a lot. Uh, his his things are very uh, sometimes floaty. You have characters flying through the air, and uh, you know he's worked on so many uh, wuxia type movies in his past. So it's kind of neat that he's doing something a little more grounded that's not supposed to be flashy at all. They were going for more uh, visceral. Like he he is not doing anything to to look cool. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of times where he would just he'll just punch a guy and it'll just be the same kind of boring oh, yeah. punch. But the thing that makes it kind of interesting is is Jet Li's like uh uh like ferocity like he he does it with his anger and so it, it's almost like he is an animal just like pummeling away trying to uh, get the job done mm-hmm. well that's not to say everything you said before is true but that that's not to say that there isn't some yun pingisms in this movie right there are, right yeah there is wire work L- yeah yeah there's definitely wire too. work to help um to help some of the more uh fun moments like the movie uh, well, the, the movie, the movie, and this fight kicks off with Jet Li double kicking two men. They go flying back, and he backflips out of it, landing oh, yeah. in the uh, superhero pose, the one knee hand <laughs> on the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you watch the behind the scenes, like he's definitely on wires for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, there, I, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I want to say that um, I'm I'm pretty sure it's Jet Li through ninety five percent of this fight scene. I will say I think there's one particular portion of the fight where I think they use a stunt double or they use another fight uh, performer um, mm-hmm. because it, as soon as it it's it's the moment where Jet Li is holding on to um, one of the other performers and he starts wailing on him you know but mm-hmm. uh, as soon as Jet Li pushes himself off he does a butterfly kick and he does a bunch of things you don't see his face the entire uh, in that entire shot. And also, he loses like ten pounds. <laughs> He's way skinnier than the real Jet Li. Right, um, right. Yeah, but I mean that just may, might be, uh, uh, you know, just Jet Li was getting older at the time. You know, this is two, this is fifteen years ago. He was in his thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, like that's not a knock on him at all. Like he, in terms of his athleticism and his yeah, choreography, sometimes he still you gotta sells a role. Sometimes you got to give that to the stunt double. Some of the more yeah. complicated twists and and whatnot. Uh, one one thing I wanted to point out uh, about the the choreography is I like that Jet Li is doing some kind of um, unconventional type of moves here. Like he is doing headbutts, uh, and he, he like he'll do headbutts, he'll bite, he'll headbutt, um, 
he'll headbutt head punches. Head <laughs> yeah, he'll uh, he'll literally throw his body um, at people. Uh, you'll see that you'll see that like later in the last in one of the last fights um, to kind of block a move, and it, it's kind of fun because it's not it's not a way you would think like a normal martial artist would fight. He's yeah. he's you know fighting like an animal for lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's fight. Yeah, exactly. He's he's all you know fighting with just pure ferocity and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we end the the fight scene with <laughs> his stunt double, not not him. You can clearly tell you it's don't not him. you don't think he did that no, with wires. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like again, if it was him, I feel like they would have really um, the, the the camera would have focused on his face. You know, mm-hmm. it's all done in the backside. You know, you can't see his face throughout the whole thing where he. As he's getting shot in the face, he dodges the bullet by um, leaning backwards into a cartwheel and kicks the table towards the opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of silly. <laughs> it is really silly, and it's obviously a wire work, but it looks pretty cool. I, I, I'll, I'll give it that. <laughs> sure, it, it it straddles the line between cool and cheesy, like, but that's well, like mean, all the two thousands. So yeah, it, it's very very quick. You you know something is off about it because nobody can really do that do a flip like that he kicks the table pushes oh, yeah. it back and he lands on the one hand and flips out of it mm-hmm. um it's very smooth i'll give it to him for that sure, but sure. uh yeah uh, th- this is a good setup for what jet lee is gonna do and mm-hmm. um what what they're all about right right uh well what happens after this fight scene um we got we get to establish who Bob Hoskins is uh, to Jet Li's character, which I have to say, Bob Hoskins steals the show for me. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said before, Jet Li <laughs> yeah. and even Morgan Freeman's great in this movie. Like they're they're, mm-hmm. they're they what they make the movie and in terms of like what make gives the char- the movie heart. But Bob Hoskins mm-hmm. is so good in this movie. I I love him in this in this role. Um, I, I know I know the role wasn't originally written for him, like the way that the Jet Li's and Morgan Freeman's roles were written specifically for them. But I'm glad that Bob Hoskins got this, even though it was like the third outing. Like he he was like third in um, third or more in in terms of uh, candidacy. But mm-hmm. I'm glad he became the uh, the ultimate choice because he was so good in it. And that's hard to say because, like, I also grew up on the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I thought of him <laughs> as this really wholesome, wholesome dude. And he just plays this like assholeish lone he's shark very character so scummy. well. Scummy. Yeah, yeah. Very. He's only interested in himself. It, very, very selfish. Yeah, it, it, he didn't steal the show for me. For me, this was this was like uh, all Jet Li for me. But mm-hmm. uh, I agree. Like. Uh, his performance as this really, really hateable, not a crime boss, kind of just, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, scummy, kind of lo- yeah, asshole, loan shark. <laughs> uh, he 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 says a lot of lines where you're just like, oh, like oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I of course he's detestable. He's not a good person, but. I don't know. I something something about his character, or maybe it's just Bob Hoskins' performance. Um, I, I just I just so gravitated towards him. Like every scene he's in, he just I, I'm I'm drawn towards him. Like it's mm-hmm. his performance. Um, he's he's always in the center of attention for me when he, any scene that he's in. Um, mm-hmm. He's great. Well, and 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 well, I mean, like I said before, uh, first act and third act. I mean, you know, that's where all the action is. So 
and this is not really di- uh, divulging anything, you know, that those are the scenes where Bob Hoskins are in. And any scene with him in it, it's like, sure, he's the uh, exposition dump, kind mm-hmm. of, uh, at times. But, I mean, uh, even aside from that fact, he is the main draw for every one of those scenes. Right. Well, he's, uh, he's like, the highest energy. Like, he, he needs to be, you know, to contrast mm-hmm. Jet Li's, not, not really stoic, but his very, like, expressionless face sometimes, like, He's got to be the one to emote because Jet Li literally has like no personality at, at times when he's just blankly staring out the window. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, he did. He's very high energy. He's basically screaming in every other scene. Uh, <laughs> yeah. if, and, and he's always getting he... pissed off at his at his like little <laughs> goons. Like they yeah. they say anything and he's just like going off on him. Yeah. And if he's not pissed off, he's getting cock blocked by Jet Li. <laughs> oh man i didn't notice that the first time i watched it but this time yeah every time bob hoskins takes like a prostitute back to his lair jet Lee always seems to cock block him. <laughs> that's a running gag yeah um all right so yeah the reason why i'm talking about bob hoskins because he it is important to talk about because uh in the subsequent fights and even the you know uh, the up the preceding uh, plot points you know it involves him a lot you know and, and, and involves Jet Li's character as well. So when Bob Hoskins brings uh, is trying to get uh, one of the what well, basically attack one of his lone ease is that way no um, not lone ease that's not I don't think that's a <laughs> word um, he's he's going after someone you know to to get his money back uh, you know he, they get ambushed or uh, they can't get Danny a sick. They can't sick Danny on them, so you know, like Bob Hoskins is, you know, like he he you know, he's being. Are you back. talking about the uh, the jewelry scene. scene fight? Yeah. Yes. So it, it's funny because uh, Bob Hoskins is explaining a very kind of crucial plot point where um, Jet Li's character will go feral and will fight and kill people if Bob Hoskins takes the collar off. Yep. Liter- if he literally unleashes him like unleashed. the title says. I, there's the title drop yeah but <laughs> and so one of the one of the the guys who's getting bullied is like oh so if the collar stays on nothing happens and they're like oh shit <laughs> i shouldn't i shouldn't <laughs> Should have monologued as people. a villain <laughs> uh yeah i i, got, I was gonna say uh bob hoskins gets his own choreography too because yeah, yeah, as he he's does. being held down, he's getting punched. Uh, punched, and uh, they say that oh, we're gonna kill the owner first before they kill the dog, um, which doesn't make any sense because you know, like while the dog is subdued, they should kill, they just shoot him in the face, right? Uh, but you know, for story purposes, uh, let's let's torture them slowly. Uh, Bob Hoskins manages to escape and does his own little bit of choreography, which. Hey, um, we get a, a couple little moments of that throughout the movie. Um, not not too many, but <laughs> I'm surprised to see Bob Hoskins that has his own mini fight scenes. You know, right, he does right. A yeah, I mean he's he's a punches. brawler. He's uh, yeah. he's he's kind of punching. I think he gets like a nightstick at one point, and he starts yeah. like kind of wailing on people. Very very simple stuff, but it's always yep. fun when you yeah, give the he, uh, non martial artist something to do like that. Right, right, yeah, and especially a, an older man, you know, older performer, um, mm-hmm. and that 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 sound he does. That, that that very very subtle 2000s editing where bob hoskins grabs the collar and he whispers into his ear like get him or kill him or whatever mm-hmm. um but like all the editing tricks in there you know like the ramp up the speed ramps like yeah, uh, right, speed right. Ramping, like, the, like the, the like the whooshes and yeah. whatnot <laughs> i mean yeah it 
I don't want to say it's a product of its time. It's not at all. Like you can watch it now and still enjoy it, but there are moments where you'll you'll notice those little little moments that uh make remind you that this is this was a 2005 movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, those kind of um sound effects are I feel are done to parody now. When you want something to look cool, you'll do like the slam zooms and you'll add that really oh, yeah. cheesy sound effect and you'll overdo it for, you know, to kind of make fun of the uh, the craft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second fight scene that happens inside the jewelry, well, well, well once Jet Li gets unleashed, um, you showed me a making or deleted scene of it. I don't think it, the lead scene adds too much to this. So I'm actually, I don't I, think it would have helped. I actually preferred the extended version to the, the oh, yeah? new version. Yeah, because there's. Uh, so Jet Li is basically fighting uh, these guys, um, these security guards in the jewelry store. And I think the reason why I liked it is because. <clears throat> so what ends up happening is the, the pacing of the fight is a little off because Jet Li gets tasered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm speaking of the extended version. This actually doesn't happen in the theatrical version. So in the extended version of the fight, Jet Li gets tasered, and he kind of falls to the ground, and everything kind of goes really slow. Mm-hmm. And what happens is two henchmen grab him by the sides, and they start kind of carrying him away. And it took me a little while to realize what was going on. He is being dragged towards the camera, and then you see like his his angry face. And then what you see is he lifts up both men, uh, you know, single-handedly and then kind of slams them to the ground. He grabs the groins. I, yeah, I was just going to say, I think he grabs them by the dick when he's doing this. <laughs> Yo, and, watch gonads. Yeah, and it's kind of in like slow motion-esque. Uh, his face is like so angry. These guys are getting lifted by their cocks up. It's, I don't know. <laughs> lifted by I, the cocks. I, yeah, I I didn't really notice it uh, the first time I watched it. I, I kind of thought he was lifting them by their belts, but if upon closer inspection, I think he's grabbing their their nuts or their uh, their dicks. <laughs> Jetly's jerking them off midair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is the greatest the, the greatest <laughs> fatality ever. Right. Uh, I I'm I'm gonna say I'm I'm on the opposite side of the boat there. I don't think it adds anything to the fight scene. Sure, this. This fight scene isn't that spectacular to begin with, so have, having extended um, didn't didn't really feel like it was necessary. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, this is only the the whole purpose of this fight scene is to establish like how Jet Li kind of manages to quote unquote escape his owner. Um, yeah, it, like it's it starts a chain of events that lead, leads to Jet Li, you know, discovering a new family. But right. um, but like in terms of the action, that whole tasering thing uh definitely ruined the pacing of the movie oh yeah, uh, yeah. i i i that i can see why they took it out because it just kind of slows everything down yeah but there's some fun there's some fun stuntman work he's basically just kicking goons through glass yeah. like the whole time mm-hmm. so there's one thing i wanted to point out uh and how he kind of caps off um this fight scene at least before um he starts grabbing the guy by the the necktie and kicking him mm-hmm. so he grabs one of the goons he grabs uh, the two arms of the jacket and he kicks him and the guy goes flying backwards and gently pulls him out of the jacket. Now, I don't know if you remember where we saw that before, but Jet Li did that to um, a guy in The One. Oh, oh, Do you remember oh, that? oh, oh, vaguely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, vaguely do, he does that. it to, uh, I think it's what, Del, Delroy Lindo or is that, is that the guy's name? Oh, I yes, forget. yes, yeah. <laughs> 
but he uh, does no, that to no. him in the one he he literally pulls the jacket arms and kicks him out of it and he does this in the mm-hmm. extended version yep. of this fight so i was like oh uh, all right <laughs> i didn't even pick up on that i i picked up on the fact that you there was a lot more wire work in this i'm wondering if they took that out because uh well i mean you're watching the, the deleted scene so they it's these are all uh basically production quality right then nothing none, none of the wires have been um or none of the the foley has been added the sound effects none of the wire works have been uh, digitally removed so you can see it and i'm wondering if they removed some of those uh, some of the fight choreography because it became a little too floaty uh, because the rest of the fight scenes in the movie I mean not all of them the majority of them are more physically grounded in reality mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe they, yeah. they made they made sure to take those scenes out because it just feels more like all right this is a little too fantastical for this kind of movie right yeah it, it's quite possible I, I personally liked it even though I, I agree uh, the the flow of the fight kind of gets ruined when he gets tasered but I think I just like the fact that Jet Li grabs two guys' dicks and lifts them up <laughs> and slams them down. All right, you completely changed my mind. That does <laughs> that does make the fight scene. Oh man, uh, yeah. Well, there's there's that one moment when they uh, to just establish this one part of the movie. The Bob Hoskins gets introduced to a underground fight arena where Jet Li just punches a dude in the this man wearing. Uh, BDSM uh, mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Jetly punches this really domineering-looking dude. No, that's no pun intended. Um, uh, in the throat and kills him in like three strikes, like really quickly. Uh, but that's not really a fight scene. But if if you're not counting that, you don't have another fight scene for another solid 30, 40 minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. It it basically turns into um, yeah character development and moving the plot along, trying to figure out. Uh, these new characters played by um, Morgan Freeman and God played by God. Yeah. Played by God. And Kelly is it Kelly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now you're making me forget. Carrie <laughs> uh, Condon. Carrie. Carrie Condon. Played by, right. Hey, played by Carrie Condon. She was in better call Saul, which is a show I don't like. Oh, is but that, is that her? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, I haven't watched better call Saul in a while. Uh yeah. Well, anyway, it, it's we just lost basically a bunch of the whole fans. second. Uh, basically the whole second act is mm-hmm. Jet Li being introduced to these new characters and them trying to figure him out. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No fighting for uh for a while, which you know is not terrible. It's yeah, not. Terrible I, I was at all. fine with it. I yeah. I liked all these moments. I thought this was really uh a really strong performance from Jet Li because. You know, I don't think it's easy for a 30-year-old man to to play a child and, and make it very <laughs> convincing and make you actually care for him in that sort of way. Like, you, you felt like you wanted to protect him. You wanted him to, to kind of get out of the, the life that he had before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it really is a great performance from, from Jet Li because, you know, he, he is supposed to be playing a little child. Uh, but, you know, like you, you I kind of get lost in it because... Yeah, because of the way that he's performing it, um, and it's it really sells me on it. I don't I don't see a thirty year old man after a certain point. It really does <laughs> feel like uh, I'm looking at like a five year old. <clears throat> um, and it, for lack of a better term, and this is like me showing my sentimental side, it, it's it's kind of cute, you know, like how he's yeah. kind of you know getting a family and everything. Um, 
and it, again, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's bogged down by too much sentimentality. Uh, it, it ends it just at the right time once the yes. they bring us to the next fight scene. Which right, is, right. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, I, I'd rather not talk about like the spoilers. From here on out, we won't you know, mention too many plot details. We'll just tell you about like the actual fight scenes um, mm-hmm. without talking about like the story around it. But I will say Bob Hoskins... Ooh. Um, it now brings Danny to a uh, the, that fight, the underground fight arena, right? Where now they can actually have Danny participate in the fights. But now Danny, forty minutes uh, of character development, has decided that he doesn't <laughs> want to be a fighter anymore. He doesn't want to do that anymore. Um, so Bob Hoskins kind of literally shoves the dude into the arena. This this pit. Um, uh, which is kind of strange because uh, you have to remember this is a martial arts movie and, you know, they're going to do fantastical things. However, uh, when the way that Bob Hoskins shoves him backwards into this, I would say, 12-foot drop uh, where ba- Jet Li's about to fall on his head, uh, the first thing that happens is Jet Li lands on his one hand and then like, <laughs> spins, <laughs> spins out of it. And I'm, yeah, I'm like he would be his ar- entire arm would be broken if he did. Oh that. yeah, right, right. You gotta have to suspend your disbelief at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But um, and then uh, what we were saying before about Yun Wapingisms, you, you do get a little bit more of that. Um, because the way that some of these characters are catapulted across the room, it it doesn't feel too realistic. Right. Uh, I think maybe the most standout moment is when, uh, just jumping ahead a little bit, when Jet Li finally decides to start fighting back, mm-hmm. the guy, uh, the main fighter does a jump kick at him and in midair, Jet Li kicks him away mm-hmm. and the guy goes flying back. That that feels like very Yu Ping to me. Right, right, right. Uh, well, even the way that this whole fight starts, uh, Jet, Jet, like when Jet Li gets catapulted, like punt, kicked across the room, like he really flies. <laughs> so yeah, you can see the real. you can see the wire work where he's kind of pulled back or pushed away, like he's going a little bit further than normal. That mm-hmm. that's where Yu Mo Ping's uh, direction is probably coming in. Right, right. Hey, there's this one stunt. I want to get your opinion on this. Sure. Do you think this was CG? Because I think this was CG, where mm-hmm. the main bad guy in this one fight scene grabs Jet Li by the back of the head and shoves him towards the wall. And these walls have barbed wires uh, you know, on them. And I Jet had a Li's feeling eye, you were going to ask me about this. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it, it's a dangerous stunt. Jet Li's yeah. eyeball is right next to a barbed wire. Like he, uh, Jet Li's obviously fighting against it, uh, making sure that he doesn't get stabbed in the eye. But, right, and he's pushing his head towards the the wire. Uh, it, yeah. it had to have been CG. Like I don't yeah. think they'd really put anything there. Then I'll say that the CG, the CGI for this is pretty convincing. Then it doesn't look too bad. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, it yeah. is just a little barb. Literally, it's a barb, a piece yeah. of shiny metal. You forget in the two thousands, all CG looked <laughs> pretty much like very glaring, very and very shiny. So so it looked <laughs> real here. So it was fine because it yeah, was. It was actually appropriate for what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So this fight is kind of weird in that it's the the flow is a little bit all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's not really the the focus isn't really the fight. It's more that Jet Li doesn't want to fight, and Bob Hoskins is like yelling at him from above, like "You got to fight him. You got to do this." Yeah. And so what's going on now is the uh, I guess the owner of this underground fighting ring 
is trying to give the people a show so he's he's you know they're throwing weapons in and they're throwing additional fighters to make you know to make it more appealing to the audience and we both realized one of the additional fighters was scott atkins yeah (laughs) i I mentioned that to you uh when we were watching this together remotely obviously we we believe in social distancing too um (laughs) so we're uh watching this and yeah i was like oh i think one based off of my memory i was like i think one of these guys is scott atkins and you're like no and throughout the whole fight you you do see uh, three performers one one black man one uh one woman woman, and then one other spiky headed you know like the uh the frosted tips uh new new metal spiky (laughs) head yeah uh some dude there who's like throwing a lot of kicks and i was just thinking i'm like that has to be him but he wouldn't turn it. He wouldn't show his face for a majority of the fight. So you're like, no, that can't be him. <laughs> so I, I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe that isn't him. Maybe I was just making that up. Thankfully, <laughs> he does show his face eventually. And yes, it is Scott Atkins. Well, you know what? I should have I should have known, but it was hard to tell because what happens is the first time you see Scott Atkins, uh, you know, extra fighter character, he does a flash kick on Jet Li. But the thing is, uh, it's in the backgrounds and Jet Li falls like into the foreground. So like you couldn't really see uh, Scott Atkins face when he does it. Yeah. But I was like, who else in the industry is going to do a flash kick besides <laughs> Scott Atkins? I yeah. should have known better. Yeah. I, I, and this is not to detract from what the other performers do because they, they do great choreography too. Uh, but once the weapons are thrown into the fray, uh, there's some really great choreography when uh, Jet Li has, uh, he has two axes, I think, in his hand. And he's the, mm-hmm. is it? I think it's the two axes, right? There's a lot of weapons in this fight. Um, and he's basically defending himself against the, the two performers at once. And it's great. You know, like it, it's really, com- it's complicated enough where uh, yeah, it's, it's impressive. But like, only Scott Atkins is willing to do like these really elaborate pratfalls where he's like landing on his side, like, landing on his back, um, mm-hmm. and you know, like spinning into it. It, it looks, you know, only a, a performer like him would be able, willing to do something like that. Um, <laughs> I love it, but the best, the best uh, action moment of this is when they all just gang up on him and start kicking him. <laughs> right. Well, that's so uh, we we mentioned this a lot in this podcast is like, hey, there's one versus many or one versus multiple opponents. Why aren't they all just ganging up on him? Yeah. And there are moments in this movie where Jet Li does get uh ganged up on. Like mm-hmm. like you mentioned, uh two two of them literally pick Jet Li up by the legs and then one of the other fighters holds one of his hands down so the fourth fighter can kick him away yeah and yes they can't they can't keep doing that throughout the fight because then it's just going to get boring yeah but they do a good job of trying to separate it where Jet Li will fight one person or he'll fight two people at the same time and get him away Mm -hmm. so that the third or the fourth person can come in and it there's only like maybe one moment where I thought okay that guy was waiting his turn but it's it's kind of forget you know it's it's fine this is this is sure. a fun fight. Sure. Oh, they didn't. They didn't spoil this moment with uh, Jet Li killing everybody because you know this is a fight to death, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, uh, this has to end with Bob Haskins. Oh, Bob Haskins. Haskins doing that. Um, and then the rest of it, it, it it's uh, you know I think that's really how it ends. You know, like but the Jet Li just ends up defeating all of them. Bob Haskins kills them all with a gun, and then we kind of just lead into our final fight. Yeah, Jet Li manages to escape again, 
And so Bob Hoskins goes after him again. And now it's basically Bob Hoskins is fed up. So he sends like all the goons after him Mm -hmm. and his, um, I guess his mini boss who we were slightly introduced to in the pit fighting scene. Oh, uh he's just, he's just a guy in like white robes and a bald head. He's just kind of sitting watching. Michael Lambert, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who plays the stranger. Excuse me. Because that is really strange. <laughs> Why is he called the stranger? I, I don't like his introduction. I, 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 he kind of just feels like he's thrown in there last minute. Um, well, uh, his, his real introduction is him watching the pit fight. What I mean is I, his, his uh, involvement in the story doesn't feel like he, he, he was like an um, appropriate like second-hand man right 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 hand man to uh to bob haskins character just he came out of nowhere and yeah i I agree with that totally uh that's there right right there is a uh a second in command to bob hoskins who is kind of like one of those fast talking characters who annoys him Mm -hmm. if anything that should have been him so we would have established that he was there the whole time right yeah, he he. Michael Lambert's character gets introduced really late into the movie, and I mean, like, sure, like we do get some pretty good fight scenes uh, with him and Jet Li, which we will get to once. It's basically part two of the fight scene, right? The first half mm-hmm. is Jet Li versus all the goons, um, and there's some really good choreography that goes on here. Um, a lot of which I, I I absolutely adore. Like, we got some really good camera work, we got some really good stunts gently climbing over um you know like basically vaulting over a railing which again i don't think actually is gently because you don't see his face (laughs) (laughs) so you're talking about the fight in the kind of abandoned like hallway i guess you could say well there's a lot yeah yeah so he fights a big big group of guys with weapons Mm -hmm. um in between these two staircases in like semi low lit um area and it's a it's a one versus many fight but it's very uh very erratic uh very intense Uh, a lot of weapons work Uh, i think i had a problem with this fight though because jet lee gets um a chain Uh, out Mm -hmm. of nowhere and (laughs) he starts kind of whipping it around and then there's a and we pointed i pointed this out when we were watching it there's a very very obvious moment when you see him kind of taking down guys one at a time (laughs) Like one guy gets taken down, the other guy's waiting to come in. He comes in, he gets taken down. Like you can, you can just see them lined up, and I'm just like, oh no, what happened there? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not just that one time. You you see it several times. Um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like throughout the fight, you'll you'll sometimes just see goons just standing there, thinking, oh, what do I do now? Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll just wait until Jet Li decides to kick me again. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, but but the the choreography is good though i just wish um those guys in the background were like a little farther away instead of just waiting there like they could have ran in Mm -hmm. uh there's a great there's a great move where jet lee does a backflip oh man and he just lands i think he lands what is it double knees or just on his feet on his knees Okay, yeah, he lands double knees on top of a guy, and then he rolls out of it and does some more moves. Oh, I thought that was really fun. You know, we've seen that in another movie that we've discussed, and I don't remember which one it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was, it was Ambach. Yes, it was. It wasn't a yeah, backflip. Yeah, it was just knees to the chest into uh, into the floor. It's great. Right. But, like, here, yeah, this one... here it's actually cool. <laughs> like, it's kind of <laughs> silly. It's not silly in Ambach. What are you talking about? I love it's those. It's pretty silly. 
The, what 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 did I say? It, they called it the bird is coming home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow, you have good memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, he does the backflip into the double knees, which mm-hmm. which is really fun. Right, and then he caps this one off by again doing a double kick to the two final goons, mm-hmm. and then just kicking them out a window when they crash like on a car or something like that. Yeah, kicking people out windows and off rooftops is like a repeating thing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with the fight scenes uh yeah, i'm not ma- i'm not mad at it it's it's a great way to kind of cap things off sure sure you know sure. let let us know like it's kind of done yeah jet lee's uh oh not jet lee sorry bob hoskins secondhand man um they're the kind of like a snivy kind of weasley guy um you know he fires two guns at jet lee when they're on the rooftop and you get this really, like, really distracting digital zoom, like crash zoom. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, uh, sp- it's like speed ramped to yep. kind of like go like at him really fast, and then they add that special effect sound. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's like fish eye lens. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's so cheesy. Uh, yeah, it's very mid '90s kind okay. of. Uh, I feel like Guy Ritchie did that a, oh, a yeah. few times. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this whole fight scene in, in the top of the roof, uh, it reminded me of, uh, I don't even know how this, uh, like what, what particular thing it reminded me of. It, it just made me think of, um, oh, I don't know. Like it, it made me think that they were going to be like jumping across rooftops, but it didn't actually mm-hmm. turn, turn into that. It was just gently just disposes of everyone like while they're on one roof. Um, not, yeah. I'm not disappointed by that at all. It's still good for what it is. It's it's very brief though. Like I, I wasn't even thinking of kind of counting this as a fight because there aren't, there's not so much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I did like though is I'm, and I mentioned this uh, earlier with Jet Li using kind of unconventional moves mm-hmm. in his choreography. There's a moment where a guy is swinging a chain at him. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and he swings a chain. And Jet Li launches himself sideways at oh, yeah. the guy. So basically, he throws his body moving, like, yeah, literally launches his body moving sideways. And uh-huh. it, it seems so impractical, but that's such a weird thing to do that it, it works in the uh, it works in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, because he ragdolls himself at the opponent, and it, it's not yes, that's that's a better way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 really weird. It's not like he's like hurl. He's not trying to take him down. He's like not shooting at the opponent. He's he's literally just like turning himself completely flaccid at the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine going Superman, but instead of going fist first, you you go turn. back first. You go back first. No, not back. You go by your your side. Literally, oh, okay. you go so by you your go, side, uh, but you're uh, like sprawled out. Waist first. Waist yeah, attack. Yeah, sure. Waist first. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it, it's funny because you know, even though Jet Li's fighting, you can still see a semblance of Jet Li's you know, humanity in this because he really doesn't actually want to kill anyone now. He now he's turned into like a new leaf, or he's discovered mm-hmm. himself that a little better, and that kind of reflects in his fight choreography. So he's not as violent as he once was. And that would explain yeah, why yeah. The, the subsequent fight with Michael Lambert uh, doesn't just end right away. You know, he doesn't just uh, go all out on the opponent, um, you know, and just end the fight right away, uh, you know, because he actually has like thought and emotion to him now. And this fight with Michael Lambert has it, it's it's quite long, in my opinion. It, mm-hmm. it, it goes on for a little while. Um, it's uh, it's broken up into like three parts, I guess you can say, with the second part being like the longest and very uh complicated but in a good way Mm -hmm. 
so basically, uh, it starts out as a weapons fight where Michael Lambert has this kind of long, uh, serrated machete, and he's trying to, uh, you know, cut and swing it gently. And we were joking how <laughs> you get this overhead camera shot, and Michael Lambert is just swinging right to left, left to right, right <laughs> yeah. to left. And all Jet Li is doing is ducking, <laughs> and and you and you pointed out like, why don't you do something else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He's literally just swinging left, right, left, right. I'm like, and yes, it, yes. It, it it's it plays on like typical um, um, wushu style uh, fights you'll see in, yeah. in, you know, in demonstrations mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, like you know, dodging spears and dodging broadswords. Uh, but in terms of, like a fight like this uh it, it uh, you know that was the first thing that came to my mind it's like yeah, you, yeah you know, it, it does come across a little silly but thankfully it doesn't last too long it's like oh, yeah. you know we're 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 zoning in on these things that we'll, <laughs> we're, we're gonna see yeah, them. but uh, i i think i think normal people aren't gonna really catch that yeah, kind of stuff. yeah uh but then it turns into jet lee he grabs a um a, a fireplace stoker and mm. um a coal shovel and <laughs> yeah. he's using both and he's using both of those and it, it, it looks kind of cool, but then you realize that those two weapons are extremely fragile compared to this machete he has. And Michael Lambert literally like cuts the ends off of uh, these two weapons. <laughs> yeah, and he launches him out the window. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of people get launched out windows in, in this movie. <laughs> uh, Jet Li gets launched out the window, but instead of falling to his death, he there's just a convenient laundry line. <laughs> like no, a, no, it's a power. It's a it's oh, a, a power, power line. Yeah, okay, a power. Sure, yeah, sure. Power it's line. a power cable uh, that Jet Li just happens to grab onto, and Michael Lambert throws a machete at the um, at the power cable. Now, you asked me if he actually did that. I highly doubt that was real. Um, it could be either be that the machete was CG or it was not CG, but um, he actually did throw the it, machete. And It looks good. It looks really good. Well, I don't think it, it, it actually cut the power line. I think they probably... Timed. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. So if you go back and watch it, he mm-hmm. throws a machete mm-hmm. and the machete is swinging in between him and the power line, but then it cuts to a shot of the power line sparking, mm. and that's what causes it to break. It's uh, okay. not the machete that causes okay. it to break. It's a little, it's a little confusing. <laughs> I was just, I was just curious is if the actor actually threw that machete oh. because it, it looks good. It looks, it looks like it blends in well with the film grain. Mm. Um, but you know, we it, it could easily be CGI. It, it I, could I'm be. just, I'm just kind of applauding how mm. nice it looks. Yeah. And if the actor was able to to really get that throw, turns out Michael Blambert is made SCG. Like he wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Jet Li, uh, like a- almost in a Jackie Chan esque kind of stunt, he he falls into another apartment uh, through the power line. He swings into it, uh, where there's another naked lady in this movie taking a shower. We we have a lot of TNA in the movie. Well, just more like T, more T, no A, um, in the movie. Yes. Uh, if you t- if you took that out and you took out all the swearing and maybe toned down the violence a little bit, just just a smidge, not by a lot, it, it could pass for a PG thirteen movie. I think this was PG thirteen. No, it was rated R. Was it? Yes. When it released, I th- I was so sure it was PG thirteen when it released. No. Well, that's all not. right. Well, <laughs> I mean, Bob I Hoskins not, yeah. swearing up the storm again. Like uh, the my my image of him as Mario is completely ruined because of this movie, but. <laughs> And this is a movie that taught me that Bob Hoskins is not an American. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. He's got that bad Italian accent. Yeah, <laughs> in, in, in Super Mario, Mario yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, 
Uh, I think he drank more in Mario than he did in this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Bob, uh, Bob Hoskins, uh, Michael Lambert shows up in the, uh, the the shower and they have a they have a fight like a fisticuffs fight in this really oh tiny... so Michael M- Michael Lambert's re-entrance to this fight is great so so Jet Li is uh, you know trying not to disturb the woman in the shower. And he goes for the door handle, and then Michael Lambert punches through the door <laughs> and just oh, like yeah. pushes him back, you know, causing the commotion. And now the fight mm-hmm. has uh, restarted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like the escalation that le- leads up to it. Like, obviously, there's a bunch of you know, like uh, a lot of like um, you know, like tr- uh, n- regular trading of blows. You know, like uh, a lot of kicks, a lot of punches and such. But once they get into like this. Um, this bathroom stall, I guess. Uh, I don't. Yes, yes. Very, very like skinny bathroom stall. That very narrow. Both yeah. of them just kind of get sandwiched in between. And man, like this fight always stood out to me. Even when I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, not kid. Even when I was younger and I saw this, I always remember this fight because I always thought uh, how impressive and just how uh, intense it was because the camera is like is overhead or mm-hmm. it's like right there yeah and they're yeah. in this cramped space and their fists are just missing each other's heads and they're creating dents in the wall as they're punching each other and it's oh it's 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 so good i like this choreography a lot yeah yeah uh ter- in terms of practicality from a from both a fight standpoint and a cameraman standpoint i guess uh there there's a lot of things to applaud here uh because when you're fighting in a narrow space there you can you're only limited to what works from you know such a close distance like elbows and knees uh you know like really really like you can't throw a, a, a like a haymaker the same way that you can in you know like a wider area but somehow they made the choreography just as interesting as you would in a, a wider space um and right. it, it's great and from a cameraman you know like a, from a cinematography standpoint uh there's this one particular shot i mean yeah like you said before uh, the the whole fight it, it, it's captured so well and I, I i need to i don't know why we didn't mention how impressive the um the the cinematography in general has been with, with this movie because uh you know, like a, a mid two thousands, I guess, quote unquote, westernized uh, martial arts movie featuring a Chinese artist. Uh, you know, like a lot of them are over edited around this time. You know, like you, you don't see the action; yeah. they don't st- stay on the action for too long. But in this movie, mm-hmm. even though it is a little bit more edited, you can see the action uh, from the it's, most part. It's edited appropriately because uh, I, I think you can't just have an overhead shot of these two guys like pummeling each other in like one long take. I yeah. think. What helps is the editing because you get to see the different angles and the different um, vantage points that they're both trying to go for. Like uh, Jet Li is just like constantly blocking with his elbows as this guy is just like barely missing his head. And going back to the unconventional fighting, Jet Li bites him <laughs> at one point, uh-huh. and the guy is just throwing like these punches in these in this short distance. Mm-hmm. It's oh man, like there's just so much that's so good about this fight and in addition to what you said like the camera is sometimes tracking the motion of the punches or the motion of their movement Mm -hmm. so uh it just helps to make uh this scene feel so dynamic and alive yeah i i love the fact that the cam there's one particular shot and i think you know which i'm talking about where they have overhead of the bathroom stall and they are trading blows and you know uh, throughout the whole complicated set of choreography 
like the camera is uh, swinging back and forth. Uh, well, not back and forth. Like it's swinging, you know, um, uh, like it's swaying you know, essentially, but it's capturing everything. It, like you can see exactly what both performers are doing. Like nothing is out of frame. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly right. So ba- impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you're describing is like basically like uh, the camera is kind of like shifting and tilting to make sure that uh, both actors are still kind of in the center because what's happening is Jet Li and um, Michael Lambert. Ah, fuck, what's his name? Michael, Michael Lambert. Lambert are kind of shifting uh, sides mm-hmm. in this tiny in this tiny stall so the camera is also shifting and tilting with them to make sure that they're both like in the in the frame at all times Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right right it gets capped off with uh (laughs) with a demonstration of jet lee's incredible flexibility where he does this uh this wide crescent kick you know like what once michael lambert has jet lee by the throat and again this is a really narrow space (laughs) jet lee swings his leg completely around michael lambert and oh, smacks him in yes, the face yes yeah it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so it's crazy because again before every, everything in this um, in this little space before only shows them doing these really short distance moves so you aren't expecting something like that and you know yeah you could talk about practicality and such but you wouldn't expect something like that in terms of um, you know seeing uh what what you can do in such a cramped area right well that's where jet league has the advantage and starts to, uh, you know, go for the win is with his flexibility mm-hmm. because he's able to get that kind of split kick oh, yeah. in that very, very narrow space. He gets he gets the hit off on his head, mm-hmm. and that's where the fight just starts to turn in his favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, I guess this is quote unquote part three of the fight uh, where Michael Lambert. Yeah, very, very short. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jet Li beats Michael Lambert. I don't even have to explain it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's not like it's not noteworthy, but you know, the highlight was totally that little cramped bathroom stall, uh, which I like yes, a lot. I completely agree. <laughs> uh, the, basically what happens is Jet Li and Michael Lambert are just kind of kicking each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm a little, I'm a little kind of disappointed how this, this ends because the second part of that fight was so good. I was kind of hoping that, uh, it it didn't go out this way because there is some more a little more choreography in this in this last part of the fight, mm-hmm. but basically gently kind of sweeps him. Oh yeah, that's a good and move. it causes him it causes him to like do a a little too many rotations for me <laughs> while he's flipping in the air, yep. and then surprise surprise, gently kicks him out the window. <laughs> but you know, gently's trying to save him, but it doesn't work. But yeah, just to, again to show right. that Jet Li's uh, a good guy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> we do have a lot of people falling out of windows. <laughs> yes, I didn't really pick up on that until you mentioned that. Now, uh, yeah, uh, there's another maybe like ten minutes of the movie after this, and the rest of it is mm-hmm. more like, emotion driven, character driven. It's not really martial arts related, and uh, but right. you know, like the rest, the last ten minutes is perfectly fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like uh, it's I jumping ahead. You know, in terms of our recommendations, it's totally worth just to watch it. You know, I don't have to tell you whether or not like like the last ten minutes are even worth talking about because the whole movie is worth watching. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I I completely agree. Yeah, uh, I don't know what version you're gonna end up watching because the way, that, depending on what version you're watching, uh, you know, the movie ends slightly differently. But that's not; it doesn't really affect the overall storyline. It's just you know, like how it is what's the final ending shot? Like, do you see Jet Li? Do you see his mom? Etc. Um, yeah, but that's that's Danny the dog. 
No, so I'm laughing because I think my camera uh -huh. froze and the the still image of me is <laughs> It's just you. I see it. I'm making this I'm making this derpy face. You can still hear me. I still right? hear you, yes. <laughs> okay, I chose okay, not okay. to acknowledge it. <laughs> I was like I was trying I was trying not to laugh while you were saying that. Uh, I was like, what's oh, so funny man. about Jet Li, uh, you know, like ending the movie, huh? I guess you acknowledged it. Yeah, I had to actually switch windows so I wouldn't have to keep looking at your, your frozen <laughs> face. I can't. Uh, I, I, I want to like kill this window. Okay, there you go. All okay, right, well, I got rid of it. We'll do all the rest of I this. I can still audio see you. Ones. Okay, we'll do the rest of this audio. Right. One. I, yeah, I can, still, I can still see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, oh, <laughs> Back so, to Danny uh, the Dog. <laughs> No. Back to Danny and Dog. No. So we should mention there is a deleted fight from this movie. Mm. Uh, it it made it to I guess you can say kind of dress rehearsal mm -hmm. because uh, everyone is is uh, in their in their costumes in their in their character mm -hmm. costumes and you know there's no sound effects though. And I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to show that they were trying to maybe kind of explain uh, Bob Hoskins' character training Jet Li to be a fighter mm. because it's like it's like him in their den and Jet Li is just finding some random goons while Bob Hoskins is like watching on. Wow. It's very, very, very minimal stuff. I, you can clearly see why it was cut because it, it, it's not really any, anything new. Right. One thing I noticed though is... Jet Li is maybe overacting a little bit in this yeah. scene where he's he's trying to act like he doesn't care at all and he comes across as uh just I don't know he he comes across really oddly because it looks like he's not even like uh participating in this fight as he's just has this like deadpan face while he's like doing the moves. Mm, interesting. I don't i haven't seen this uh, extended fight scene or extended scene at all but i don't uh, it's not extended it's actually a deleted fight. oh uh, i haven't seen it yet but i wouldn't even be surprised if i would say that uh i don't think it would add anything to the movie yeah it, it's extremely short i just wanted to uh touch upon sure, that sure, sure, where sure. I, I yeah i can see why they why they didn't go with it because it doesn't really add anything mm -hmm. right right uh but yeah uh, in lieu of that like i still think that this movie holds up like i don't think it needs to add any more character development scenes or even fight scenes i think it just has that perfect balance of action to drama um and that's really hard for me to say because i feel like uh you know like a lot of, a lot of movies that we've watched you know where there's drama and the action it's like it it's more like how do i describe this it it, it it jumps back and forth between the two rather than just like having all the action up front and then just having all the character drama uh, character drama you know like all at once and jumping back to the action you know like like i, like I quote unquote complained earlier in the, the episode uh you know that could be if it, you do it poorly that can be a big problem for most movies but this movie manages to to do it well yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I th I'm pretty positive I'm on the same page with you. I, I love this movie uh, growing up watching it. Uh, I owned the DVD. I watched it a few times. And then, yeah, uh, as I mentioned, I, I either sold it or I got rid of it. And then I uh, haven't watched it since. So I was very happy to uh, see this. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we get to cover all the Jet Li movies now. Um, <laughs> all the Jet Li American films? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... This this is definitely his his high point. I don't think he's ever gonna get uh, past this, and, and also because he doesn't really do movies. Yeah, anymore. Like, yeah, this is definitely 
this is like the height of his uh, uh, American roles. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We like the one. The one is great. <laughs> I like the one. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> if you want a yes. movie that's actually like not so bad, it's, oh, it doesn't border on so bad, it's good. You actually want like a competent film, <laughs> you should totally watch Unleashed. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, everyone has their preferences, but uh, um, I, I think the one, uh, not the one, goddamn it. <laughs> Now I'm mixing up my movie titles. Uh, Danny the Dog or Unleashed is is worth watching. It's it's definitely one of Jet Li's best films, um, and it's very surprising because I can't say the same for Jackie's movies. I can't be like, oh, uh, well, one of my favorite uh, Jackie movies is an American or Western production. Like one of Jet Li's, one of my favorite Jet Li movies is a Western production. So right, uh, that's a testament to how good this movie is. Right. Well, I don't think this is an American it's film. Not, I, I think this think is, is Europa, considered right? a European film. Yeah, Europe, yeah it's Europe, West, yeah. Well, I guess when I say Western, I mean like just non-Asian, non-Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, I know I know what yeah. you're saying. And I think they hand, I think I think the European market and the European directors handled hand, 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 handled him a lot better uh, because I liked uh, Kiss of the Dragon too. Oh yeah. Oh man. And I, I I believe that's another I think that's um nah it's not Luke Bass. I think Luke Luke Basson wrote that, but I don't think he directed mm, that. God, we should talk about that too. Um well, when we get to it. We're, we're totally recommending this movie, but are we at least Oh yeah, I, I do recommend but it. But are we gonna say is it worth it to just watch the fight scenes and not the movie? I would say watch the movie. Of course, of course. But can you yeah. enjoy the fight yeah, scenes yeah. by themselves and not have the <laughs> context behind it? I think the one fight that you can probably uh, watch without context is uh, fuck. I, I keep forgetting Michael Lambert. Mike Michael Lambert fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that that just has really really good choreography, mm. and his character is most removed from the story um, in that he's just kind of appears at the end. So his character is a little inconsequential because he literally is just a mini boss. Mm. So if you're gonna watch something online. Uh, watch that one because the the fight in the bathroom stall is really 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 good. Yep, yep, I I agree. Uh, I but I'm gonna take it one one notch up. I don't watch the fight scenes alone. It's it's not worth it. Uh, the movie it's is such a good watch. It's so entertaining. Um, you know, like watching it out of context. It's like it's not. I mean, the fight scenes are great, but you know, like why why would you like go and watch the movie? Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I am in definitely agreements of watching this movie. Yep. That's Danny the Dog slash Unleashed slash uh, Jet Li plays a five-year-old. No, he play, no Jet Li plays a 23-year-old playing a five-year-old. <laughs> right.